It's on already? Oh, cool. Avi, this is on also? Yeah. Okay, we're good to go. All right, so, the truth is, I was just mentioning to Avi before that I hope you guys know this is a part two from last week. So I'm hoping that, actually, I see some nods. Okay, fine. So I'm hoping that everyone <coughs> heard part one. Again, although I, 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 even if in Yonim Havaham Shech, I try to keep each year sort of independent, that it can be understood on its own. But, uh, but this is a part two. This is a part two. So, yeah, you could come. It's okay. I don't know if they could hear me. Could you hear me from back there? It's okay? Yeah? Okay. Do the best I can. Okay. So let me, let, me, let me just at least try to spend a few minutes trying to chazer a little bit some of the, the, the basic concept. Because again, last week, what we really, boiling it all down, last week what we just established is what is the aside? What is the fundamental point that we're trying to sort of acquire within the nefesh over Pesach? And that's pretty much all we spoke about last week. And then tonight, I, uh, I, <laughs> that's the plan at least, to try to go through the Avoida of Pesach and Befrat uh, the Seder to explain the necessary, all the necessary components that are needed to allow us to acquire this Nakuda. Okay, so what is this Nakuda? So the Kitzer Nimrats, what I mentioned last week was, is that when the Rabbanu took us out of Mitzrayim, the plan, the Rabbanu plan was and still is for us to receive a lot of good things. A lot of good things. We're going to stand by our Sinai, right? Eila Dvarim Vidarulakim Almosha. It's called Dvarim Eila. The Rabbanu Shem wants to give us six hundred and thirteen mitzvahs. Six hundred thirteen mitzvahs means six hundred thirteen unbelievable, uh, un- infinite universes. And not only in Ruchnius, but with that comes a Shef and Gashmius, like the Mishkan that comes as an extension of Har Sinai, like the Ramban writes in, in Chumash, that the Mishkan is an extension of Har Sinai. What Har Sinai is in terms of the Shef of Ruchnias, the Mishkan is, is an expression of that in Gashmias. Zav, Kesef, and Chayshas. So Rabbanish wants us to give a lot of things. That's the plan. But here's the problem. Like we mentioned last week, when the person is given a lot, then there's a principle in Halacha, in Torah, of Tafas and Rubalei Tafas, you can't hold on to so much. And there, what hap- the phenomenon that takes place, as I mentioned last week, which would happen by the Dharamabal and the Raflaga in, in the city of Sadaim, is that what's called the Shirasa Kalim. The Kalim aren't able to process all of these things. So what the Rabbanu Shalom does, therefore, is that he's Maktim Rafula Maka. He, he gives us the cure before the theoretical illness, which is the story of Yitzhiz Mitzrayim. Yitzhiz Mitzrayim is giving us the tools and the and the, the, the Eitzah, how we're going to be able to be typhus, called Varm Eila by Harsinai. What is the Eitzah? So the Eitzah, like we mentioned last time, is somehow for the Nefesh to sense and to realize that Kol Hadvarm Eila, that all the 613 infinite universes that are being offered to us and given to us in Harsinai are all really just packages and Mesholem, so to speak, and expressions of one simple, single, absolute truth, which is unchanging, and always is, always was, and always will be, which is what's called Atzmi the essence of God Himself. I'm giving my soul over to this. Anoichi means 
you know, usually the word ani is uh, the usual word in Hebrew for I. Anoichi. The added chaf is, you know, chaf always means like, sort of, bechina, right? Whenever you have in the Svarim, I've mentioned this before, whenever you have in the Svarim, the word bechina, it always means, like, it's not telling you what, it, what is really trying to be spoken about, what's really trying to be communicated is impossible to communicate. So it's bechinas, bechinas. What Harsinai, the way to be typhus, the way to handle all the many things that are coming to us is for the Neshama to realize that really it's all just one thing. It's all an expression of Atzmi Sabar, the essence of God Himself. But as we mentioned last week from the Zara Kaddish, and this has been a theme over the Shiram that I've been talking about over Pesach, is as the Zara says, Les that the essence of God is not something that the mind can grasp. But the Zara says, but the the Riusa the, the, the essence of the heart, the Ratzin Shibalev, the the deepest part of the of the heart, that is able to experience Atmas to to grasp God Himself. So what happens on Pesach is, and this is what we spoke about last week, the Kitzer Nimras, is what happens on Pesach is is that the soul is being given this gift of, of the essence of God. Of being given the, the and 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 the ability to experience and to and to actually be typhus, God Himself, and when the soul is given that, then everything else, are obviously just a mashal, obviously just a mashal. When you have the ikker, when you don't have the ikker, then the tuffle seems ikker, but when you're given the real ikker, then the tuffle is clear that it's just a tuffle. So when you don't have, when a person doesn't have the Riusa Daliba, the, the, the heart of a Jew, in order to experience God Himself, then, then, then all you see, then what becomes the Iker is Kolod Varmeil. But through Pesach, where a person has an injection of Riusa Daliba, the part of the soul that's able to truly experience God, and not just about God, not to learn about God, but Mamish, Kivyachal, Atzmusa Yisbarach, then all of a sudden, everything else is obvious, obviously just, just packages in order to give expression to this one simple truth. And so this avoids the process of Shir Sakelem. This avoids Shir Sakelem. Because Shir Sakelem only takes place when there's a Rebu Shefa, when there's a many, many different things being thrown at you. And Tafasta and Rulay Tafasta. But if every, all these many things are ba- basically just an expression of one thing, and that one thing you have the Kalem to receive... So finished. Everything else is just uh, just deepening the. It's just a hamaka and a deepening of that experience of being tofes elokus. Now, <clears throat> now let me. So so okay. So and I mentioned last week. That's point number one. Point number two. What we mentioned last week is that ultimately it is impossible for us to truly acquire this quality. The part of us that's able to experience God Himself is only something that God can do. Right, that's the way it is. Right, there's nothing that you, there's nothing that it, there's nothing that could possibly be man-made or man-motivated to allow us to experience God Himself. It's impossible. So that's why, as you mentioned last week, that's why Pesach fundamentally is a matanim and a It has to be a matanim and a It's not a lack of effort on our part. It's not a lack of schusim necessarily on our part. This is why there's always a steer in, a about this. So do we need schusim from Mitzrayim? Do we not need schusim from Mitzrayim? All the schusim in the world. Like, what's going on, you know? I'll give you an example, you know, uh, in the Kavanas. So, in the, Kavan, the, the, Kavanas, uh, the Kavanas of Pesach, of, of Seder night, without going into the details of it, but the Kavanas of Pesach repeat themselves twice. 
One, the, one, there's one time that you, that you go through the Kavanas, which is by Mayrev, Pesach night. And then there's another time where you go through it. Mamash is the same, again, more detailed or whatever, an expanded version of it, but you do go through it again by the Seder. And so this is a big question amongst the Mekubal, and why, why the repetition? Why the repetition? So there's different Mahalchim to it. There's different Mahalchim to it. But the Leshem, for example, in one place, in Sefer Adeya, so he talks about this question as well. And his approach is that the Kavanis that you have by, say, by, by, by Mayrev, that's really, that's really just trying to, can, just trying to um, relate to what's happening above, to what's happening above uh, Menashemayim. And then by the Seder night, what you're doing is repeating the entire system of Kavanis just to allow you to then like absorb what just took place by Mayrev. So the, again, other Mekubalim disagree with that Mahalach, but the, but the Nakuda that the Leshem is coming from, which is that Pesach has this, has this unique dynamic where all the Avaitis in the world are not able to truly be poil what Pesach has to offer. This is a fundamental truth of Pesach. Because again, what is Pesach doing? Pesach is giving the soul what's called Ruyusa Deliva, the, 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 giving the Jewish soul the ability to, this, this, this quality of the Jewish soul to truly experience God himself, and that is, by its, by its very definition, something that only God can do. In other words, in a certain sense, again, to get a little bit more philosophical, the part of you that experiences who God is in truth is God himself. So what's happening on Pesach is that we are being injected with the chelak alakami mal mamish. The first words that, Pari, that, that Moshe Rabbeinu says to Parah, which is the beginning, that's everything else's commentary, is b'ni b'char Yisrael. The Jewish people are Hashem's b'char. And not, being a child of Hashem is one thing. A bechar means That's Pesach. Now, <coughs> so therefore, what, therefore, because of this, everything that we're doing on Pesach is really, really just to set up an environment in which this matana can be given. Because there's nothing that we're really able to do to draw this matana down. That's, it has, it's matana by its very definition. But what we can do, and what we do do, and what we're obligated to do, is to create an environment and create within us the kalim to receive this gift. Okay. And that's all the Avedis of Pesach are revolving around building the kalim to receive this reusa deliba, which fundamentally, without those kalim, are unknowable. This is why I mentioned, again, just to... To reference something that I mentioned uh, maybe a few weeks ago is that on, to a certain degree, Pesach is really just a packaging of Purim. Purim is an R, and Pesach comes to give Kalim to that R. In truth, this is everything we're talking about because what is Purim? Purim is a Bechin of Adloyoda. Purim is essence. Purim is you drink until you don't know, and what's left after all of your Das and Meich and everything, all the, everything is stripped away, what's left? Essence. So really, Purim is a yontif that's celebrating a revelation of God's essence. And in the place of essence, then all madregas are irrelevant. Mordechai, Hamas, those are all just madregas. And when you're talking about something that's essence, that's beyond madregas, then madregas are, it's, it's completely tuffle to the ikr, when the ikr is being revealed. So Purim be'etzim is ikr. So what's Pesach? Pesach is kalim to process that which was until now, Adelo Yada, now, you, now it could become Yada. And this is why, again, to explain, this is also why Pesach is so a yontif that's not just about Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, but it's also about Bias HaMashiach, right? It's well known, the whole Seder starts with Yitzhiz Mitzrayim, but then it ends with uh, Bias HaMashiach. Why? Because ultimately, this revelation of Hashem's essence 
This is what Mashiach is about. This is Gula. Gula is not just the higher Madrega. Ultimately, Gula is, is a complete shift from everything that was in Gaulus. Gula is not just a little bit better than Gaulus. Gula is not a little bit more clarity than Gaulus. Gula is completely different Bechina. The entire construct of our relationship with Avedis Hashem and our relationship with God in Gaulus is one of Madregas, is one of Kolat Varmeela. Am I doing this mitzvah? Am I doing that mitzvah? But it's all like sort of about God, but not God Himself. We don't have the, we don't, we don't viscerally experience who God is. So the whole Indian of Pesach, which is giving us the, 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 the at least potential to experience who God is, that flourishes and that ripens, that fully expresses itself with Bias Mashiach. So the whole Indian of Pesach is, is Bias Mashiach, and really it's ultimately the Kalim to experience Purim. So this is the Avayda of Pesach. The Avayda of Pesach is Kalim. That's why I mentioned also that there's such an Indian of uh, Kasher and Kalim on Pesach. It's all, about, uh, it's all about that. It's all about that. Okay, so let's begin. So how do we, so how do we begin to sort of open up the Sugya? So we, obviously we know what we do on Pesach, Kadesh, Orchitz, Karpas, Yachas, all these things. But, but again, I want to share with you just sort of the, the, the process of thought. How do, you, how, do we, how do we begin to unravel this? So here's the idea. The idea is that, again, without going into too, many, too much Pratim, because it's, uh, it's, not, it's not for now. I mean, it is, but it's not, I'm not, not going to do it now. So it, 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 we know that, that in, in the, again, without explaining what this means or whatever, but the Rabbanishon created the world in such a way where everything boils down to a system of ten spheres. Whatever that means. Whatever that means. It's not the point. But we know that, that the highest midah, or the highest uh, level of revelation that's possible is called keser. It's called keser. Now, Kesser is, is what we're talking about. When we talk about that Pesach is Riusa Daliba, the Chelek Alakami Malmamish, the essence, Atzmias, Kesser is a term for that. Kesser means Atzmias. Kesser means not, uh, not doing good things or not even loving and hating and wanting. Etzem. Etzem is related to Kesser. It's related to Kesser. That's why the king who wears the crown is not just the greatest person in the country, Lavdafka is he the greatest person in the country, but that Melech is the embodiment of the essence of the country. It's the essence, it's Atzmias. So this is why on, on Purim, the Hanhaga of Purim, whatever we do on Purim, the backdrop is that we're Malachim, that we're kings, right? Because the whole leading of Purim, uh, what am I saying, Purim? Pesach, right? The whole backdrop, uh, okay. the whole backdrop of, of Pesach is that we're Bnei Malachim, that we're kings, right? We act like, you know... So um, why is that? Because again, that's what we're trying to, that's what we're trying to absorb is this Bechina of Keser. That's that Bechina of Keser. This is why, again, it's a, that's why in the Kavanis, for example, Pesach leading up to Shavuos is all, all leading up to that moment of the ultimate Tachlis of this entire Yantav season, which is Kedusha's Keser by, by Shavuos morning. So it's a little Keser. <coughs> now, Aleph, Beis. So in other words, let's, in, 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 more uh, to better define what our Avaid is on Pesach, the way to describe it would be is that we're trying to develop the Kalim to receive Kesser. That's pretty much what Pesach is. What is the Kli to receive Kesser? So, in the, in the Svarmak Dash, we find that the Mida that is the Kli 
to experience, to bring, to, to have Kesser, and then to share Kesser with all the other Midas, is Mid of Chachma. Mid of Chachma. Kesser and then Chachma. Chachma is bro- broken down into two words. Kayach Ma. The power to experience, I'm not sure. Right? So everything, everything that's Kesser is Ma. Like, I'm not sure what it is. Like, I don't, you, you should know anything. You, you should understand anything I just said, right? Neither do I. It's Kesser. It's Bechin of Purim, of Adlo Yodam. So the Kayach of Ma, that's called Chachma. So therefore, to define for ourselves better and moving closer and closer into Avaida, what is the Avaida of Pesach? The Avaida of Pesach is going to be revolving around the Midah of Chachma. And it's going to be developing within the Nefesh the Kayach of Chachma. And once you have the Kayach of Chachma, then now you have the Kibble for Kesser. And Kesser comes on its own. You can never really draw Kesser, but Kesser is always being offered. Right? You're a Ben Melech. That's always it. just a matter of embracing it and having the Kalim for it. That's called Chachma. Okay, fine. So now we have an outline of what the general approach is going to be. But now the next question is, okay, what in the world does Chachma mean? What does Chachma mean in Avaida? <clears throat> okay, so let me share with you basically three general qualities that Chachma has. And these are going to be three general backdrops and general avaidas over Pesach, all Chachmedic. And then we'll go into detail. Kadesh Yorchatz Karpas Yachas, we'll see what we, can, what we can do. But again, we're, just, we're going from Klal to Prat, okay? Bigger picture. So again, what we've established is that the general picture of Pesach is about developing Chachma. Okay, well, what does that mean? <clears throat> so point number one. Point number one. The first element, I guess you can say, that defines the quality of Chachma is selflessness. Selflessness. Kayachma. Kayachma. That word Kayachma, the power of, of nothingness, I mean, to receive, to receive Kesar, in order to experience Hashem's essence, then your essence can't get in the way. Yeah. So the, one of the most important uh, 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 qualities that a person has to live with in order to develop within themselves the kayach of chachma to then receive kesser is bittel hayesh, is to be humble, is to be humble. And this is a general theme when it comes to Pesach, right? Everyone else from the Svarim, right? Chametz and Matzah, right? What's Chametz? Chametz is yeshus. Chametz is ego. Chametz is ego. So why is why why are we so sensitive to ego when it comes to Pesach? Like every a person should always be humble. What's the what's the over What's the, uh, the you know the, the, the hyper hypersensitivity to ego when it comes to Pesach? The answer is again because Pesach is a time where we're trying to develop Chachma, we're trying to allow ourselves to receive Hashem's essence. And as Chazal say about the Rebbeinu Shloim, Ein Anivuhu Hashem looks at a Baal Gaib and he says, "I can't be in the same space as him." What do you mean you can't be in the same space? The guy's alive. If the guy's alive, it means like Hashem is giving him chiyas. Atzmi Sabayre cannot fit in a space where there is another etzem, where there's another essence. Bitalyesh. So that's a general that's a general backdrop to Pesach is that there ha- that everything that we're gonna be doing at Pesach has to be fundamentally revolving around lessening our focus on ourselves. Now, how does that express itself? What in Pesach do we do? What are the general avidas of Pesach that we do to express the fact that we're slowly but surely moving away from a life that's revolving around us 
to a life that's just there to receive Hashem's life. So there are two general things that we do over Pesach that develops that muscle of Bittal Yesh. Number one, a hyper, a hyper, uh, uh, um, uh, an extremely hyper-focused um, to be hyper-focused on mitzvahs maisius, on poshit mitzvahs maisius. You see, one of the, one of the, one of the, one of the um, effects of a person that's zaycha tamaychen, the kol advarmeila, is that as you go higher and higher, you lose smaller things that you started with become, become uh, back in the rearview mirror, Right? So you start off, this Hashem starts off with like, okay, Pasha the Mitzvah's mind, you say Maidani, okay. But already you're holding by, uh, you know, you're a little Rikveger, so who cares about Maidani anymore? Okay, you still say Maidani. But is your life revolving around this Pasha the Mitzvah's mind? You're holding by already Maichin. But really, when, to, to, that, that's a trap that a person falls into by, 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 by being by it, when a person's avodas Hashem, let's put it this way: when a person's avodas Hashem is poisoned by yeshus, by their own sense of self or their own sense of accomplishment, then their focus is going to be moving slowly but surely away from pashut mitzvahs maisias. Pashut mitzvahs maisias. If a, the telltale sign of a person who's ultimately focused on not himself but on the rabbanish loylam, that's a person that's going to be extremely hyper focused. And besimcha and appreciative over the opportunity to do mitzvahs ma'asis. Why? Because you see, when the Rebbeinu Shalom, the, the whole tachlis habria was not just for there to be a world where there's a lot of uh, big brains walking around and big bali avoid. The tachlis habria is, as far as the as, as far as the Rebbeinu Shalom is concerned, is nesavagish baruch uliyas loyis baruch dir betachtain. Right, that's the famous tanchuma that the Svar Makdashim quote all the time. Hashem created the world in order to live down here. Dir betachtain. And as the Siddiquim pointed out, what does it mean a dir betachtain? That marshal dir betachtain it means not just a place that you keep your luggage. Dir betachtain it means that you you live there. So it means the tachlis habri is for the rebbeinu mamish to dwell in this in this world. How does the rebbeinu do that? So of course we have well, we learn we daven all these things. But there's something very special about mitzvahs, mitzvahs, about physical mitzvahs, to draw Hashem Yisbarach down into the most physical of places. And so this, to develop a, a you want to make, in other words, what you want to make sure on Pesach is that you develop the sense of Bittal HaYesh. Now, obviously, it goes without saying that the most obvious expression of being humble is simply not to be a Balgaiva, not to look down at other people and so on. But I'm talking about beyond that already. We're talking about already in more subtleties. A more subtle yeshus is to be focused on Avadis Hashem, but to be focused on Madregas, as opposed to be focused on, on, on the most elemental aspects of Avadis Hashem in terms of mitzvahs maisis. When a person is focused on oneself and one's own personal moichen, then you get caught up in Madregas and you move farther and farther away from appreciating and, and just living in that mitzvahs maisis. But Avaidis Hashem that's revolving around Bittal Yesh is an Avaidis Hashem that all those Madregas are ultimately grounded and rooted and, 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 and encouraging more Mitzvah's Maisius. A person that's Chachmasim, Rubim Mimaisav, is Ein Chachmasim Iskayanis. So, therefore, one of the preoccupations of Pesach is therefore going to be 
to be busy with Mrs. Mises. Mrs. Mises. And you see, you know, maybe I'll speak about this on Shabbos a little bit, but when, you, when it comes to even the, even the Seder night, so the Seder is divided into sort of two parts, right? So you have the Mrs. Mises eating matzah, mar, dalakosis, and so on, right? And then you have sort of the moichin part of the Seder, the Sibritzis Mitzrayim. But you know, according to halacha, those two things are not separate from each other. According to halacha, according to most Rishonim, the Sibrit the, the Tzitzit Shrayim expresses itself also with the Mrs. Maisius. When you're eating matzah, you have to, the, the, the kiyam of matzah is, not just eat it, the kiyam of matzah is, al shoma, it's a, it, you're telling a story with the matzah. That's one of the reasons I mentioned once, that's why you have a, or a Seder plate. What is a, a Seder plate? Who the, what, what do you need a Seder plate for? What a Seder plate does, it, it, it takes these different objects and, and unites them. Because what, what the Seder plate is telling you is that there's a story that's being told by these things. So why is it that we're so makbid that the story, which is more of a meichen experience, should be expressed with, mis- with physical things, with tactile, uh, tactile learning? Why? The answer is because that's exactly the whole... To, to, to develop the mitzvah zachachma means that even in your avadis Hashem, which is meichendik, so, so you're a chacham and you're a bekiva and you're learning Sibrit Yisraim all night long, but we're machbed by the Seder that it should just be there to reinforce, to reinforce more Mrs. Mises. So that's Nakuda number one that you're going to find throughout Pesach. And Bir Chamis is like this. The, the toil, the effort, the Avaidah. <coughs> that's that's Nakuda number one, to make sure that your Avaidah Hashem is revolving around God and not about you. Because when it's about you or about us, then our goal would be to go to heaven. But if it's about God, God's goal is to come to planet Earth. So this is also, this, this is always the ibn flow of, of the neshama. There's ratzai v'shayv, running towards heaven and then being sent from the Rabbanu Shalom back down to planet earth to do mitzvah maisias. So the simon of a person serving the Rabbanu Shalom without an ego is, is embracing that shlichus of being sent down to planet earth, besimcha. And that's what Pesach is about, to do mitzvah maisias besimcha. Doesn't mean it's easy, but that's the avayim. That's number one. Another aspect of, of Pesach night, which is reinforcing this quality of not living for yourself and not serving Hashem for yourself, is number one, again, like I said, foc- a focus on mitzvahs maizias, and number two, a focus on others. So the whole mitzvah, Sipriyatis Mitzrayim, like I mentioned, which is a moichin, the Kenyan, that's like Madregas, is what? Is vigat lebincha. Tell someone else. Be, be a mashpia, don't be a makabo. And even like, like the Lashon of Chazal, that even if a person, you know, uh, you know, unfortunately, let's say by himself for the Seder. So the language of Chazal is that you ask yourself, you ask yourself, that a chacham is It's a funny thing. I understand. If there's others there, then you ask them, then they ask and you answer, right? A wife, children, guests, whatever it is. But if you're by yourself, so just say the Seder. No, no, no. Even if you're by yourself, you have to ask and then answer. Like in the Rambam, for example, you know, when, you, when we say Manishtana, so it's interesting, um, the way we usually go about thinking that Manishtana are the questions that the kid asks, and then the Baal HaSeder responds with Avadim Hayinu. In the Rambam, it's not like that. In the, in the Haggadah of the Rambam, the Rambam says that the kid asks Manishtana, but really the Baal HaSeder says Manishtana and Avadim Hayinu. In other words, we find this in Chazal, right, that, uh, that Mishnah is, the, the first Mishnah in Shas, right? Me'emes HaKarnesh Ma'barvis, you know, lechel which you must and so on. Who asked the question? Is an actual question that Bnei Yeshiva asked, and then the Tana is answering? 
No, that's, the, that's how learning goes. Like the Tan is asking and answering. So the whole Indian of Pesach night is also to ask and to answer, to be mashpia even to yourself. What's this? Why? Why is there such a focus on being mashpia, not being makal? The answer is again, this is a quality of Chachma as well. Chachma, like I said, let, let, let me explain where this is coming from. Chachma has a, has, a, has a focus, like I mentioned before, a focus on mitzvahs ma'asis, on practical and down to earth. Because again, Chachma is about not being selfless, being focused on what God wants, not what you want. And what God wants is to be here. We want to be up there, but God wants to be down here. It says in Pasuk, Hashem b'chachma yasad aretz. That with chachma, Hashem lays the foundation for the earth. So we're, in the Kabbalah storm we find such a thing, that, that, that there's a very deep connection between the Midah of chachma and the Midah of Malchus. Malchus means all the way down here. Malchus is also connected with Kesar. Because when you have chachma, which is focused on aretz, then you're able to receive, you receive Kesar. So on the one hand, Chachma is about this foundation of Mitzvah's Maesias. We also, says in, it says in Pasuk, Reishis Chachma, Yeres Hashem. Chachma is also called a beginning. Reishis means the beginning of a process, like the beginning of creation. So it means that to be Chachmadik means to be a Mashpia. It means that it's not about you, you're not the end, you're just the beginning. So, every, so therefore, this is another side of, of the Avayda Pesach is that to be conscious that all the madregas that you're hoping to eventually get to, coming to Harsinai, number one, all the madregas that you'll ever receive are just to reinforce mitzvahs ma'asias. And you tell the Rabbanu Shalom, Rabbanu Shalom, if you give me ma'ichin, you know how many mitzvahs I'm going to do with that? How many mitzvahs I'm going to do? Like Maish Rabbeinu, B'chol Beisi Nemanu. Maish Rabbeinu was a neman. Neman means to do mitzvahs ma'asias. It means physical. Chazdei David Hanemanim, David Melch, which means Mrs. Maisius, is called the word Neman. So one aspect of Pesach is, and we'll see this in the Pratim of the Seder, that that you say to Rabbanu Shalom, all the Meichen that you have to offer me, and all the Kol Dvar is all going to reinforce my Mrs. Maisius. That's number one. And number two, all the Meichen that you'll ever give me, I'm just going to use that to be Meshpia to other people. Vikadil Bencha. So those are the two Again, these are the two, I guess, sub-tracks, sub-aspects of a general principle by Pesach, which is bitel hayesh, to be, to clean oneself out of chametz. And this is why matzah, by the way, is the flip side of chametz. Matzah, matzah, the Svarmak tradition talk about matzah, matzah is essence. See, matzah is unchanging. It goes into the oven, comes out of the oven the same way. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't, doesn't rise. It doesn't look any different. There's no, tzumzach, essence, essence. <clears throat> okay, so those are the two aspects, the general sort of uh, backdrops of what of what Pesach is going to be revolving around. Okay, so now let's. I think that that should that should cover sort of the the backdrop of what it is. And again, this is why just bear in mind because this is the Ikra void of Pesach. This is where the Eitzar is going to fight us the most, right? The Eitzar is not probably going to give you a hard time about eating matzah. Most likely not. He's probably not even going to give you a hard time about cleaning your house from chametz. Probably not. It'll be hard. Don't get me wrong. It's work. But it's not, it's not like you're sitting and debating whether I should clean my house from... Like, you're going to do what you have to do. And you do besemcha. It'll be hard, but you do besemcha. The Iker Nisayan of Pesach is in of Yeshus. It's It's Can you make room for other people in your life? Or do you feel cramped? You know, whether it be in the hotel room or in the house. Wherever you find yourself, the Nisayan of Pesach is... Yeshus and Gaiva. That's what it is. 
That's what it is. But that's uh, that's good. That's why, by the way, the Haggadah, I mentioned this, the Haggadah, the root of the word Haggadah, which is the whole side of uh, Pesach, is Gimel Dalad. Right? Gimel Dalad means Gimel Dalad. It means be mashpia, mashpia makabal. To give over, not to be for yourself, but to be for other people. You know, and to make, and to be mashpia to other people means that you have to make room for other people. You have to look at them in the eye. You have to give them space. It's, a, it's not an easy thing on Pesach. Well, that's the Ikhani son of Pesach, really. Fine, so that's the, that's the backdrop. Okay, fine. So now you come to... And by the way, when you go... Let's, let, I guess we could start. We could, you know, where are we holding over here? Okay, it's ready. Yeah, fine. We're going we're gonna to see what we can do over here. So you, you start from the beginning, Lamashal. So really, the, in earnest, the first avayda that, that Pesach really starts with is B'dikas Chametz, right? So, really, so what, what are you thinking about when you go through your house and be B'dikas Chametz? B'dikas Chametz, B'dikas Chametz, B'dikas so, like the Gemara says in Psachim, that the Nair, we, we know that you're supposed to be Baidik, Bedika has to be with the Nair, because it says, Nair Hashem Nishmas Adam, Chayfes Kol Chadri Batan. Chayfes Kol Chadri Batan. That the Neshama, the candle is compared to the Neshama. So, so really, when you go through the house, again, whether you use a candle, obviously, for, you know, if it's, if it's safer, use a flashlight. The, the point is that when you're going through your house, in Nubedigat you go through each room, you're trying to get rid of the ashes of that room. Every room in your house is a part of you. It's an expression of who you are. There's a part of you that's called the dining room. You know, a part of you that's called the kitchen. You know? These are all different parts of who you are. It's where you live. It's how you operate. And every single room has, an el- and every single part of you, part of us, has an element that's chametzik. That's yeshus. Yeshus, it could be in an extreme ugly form of just mamish being selfish and like egocentric and not having any room for anyone else in your life, but even more subtly, in Avadis Hashem. So you do good things in your dining, you do good things in the study, you do good things in the kitchen, you know, it's all good things, but, but why am I doing these things? Why am I doing these things? It's to reinforce Amidus HaChachma during B'dikas Chametz. So that's the Avadis, to go through the house and to try to bring more Elokos, to bring more Neshama. That's why I mentioned also that the word Ner is Rosh Hateves Nefesh Ruach. Nefesh Ruach. In the nesha, in, we have the far parts of the soul, right? Nefesh and Ruach are the two lowest. Right? Nefesh Ruach, then Neshama Chayichida. Neshama Chayichida already mean Madregis. That's Moichin. That's big in Yonim. Uh, high in Yonim. Nefesh and Ruach, that means Mitzvah Maisius. Mitzvah Maisius. So it's Mitzvah Maisius that we're trying to reinforce with Orla Abbas, Abadkin Sacham, it's Laranair. That's why you know, Chazal say that a baby in the womb. <coughs> so it says, <laughs> that there's a candle above the baby's head, and from the light of that candle, it's able to see from one end of the universe to the other. To see from one end of the universe to the other means that you're talking about the light of God's essence. Because once it's, if it's not essence, then there's always, when, if it's called Advarma then is it this one or is it that one? It's not everything. To see through everything means that it's a light that's coming from something that's deeper than everything. So kol advarameila, you can only see kol advarameila bebas achas misayfam vatsayfai. If you're connected to something that's deeper than the kol advarameila, what's deeper than kol advarameila? God's essence. How do you find God's essence? Where does where does the light of God's essence illuminate from? The answer is near. Nefesh and ruch mitzvah maisius, mitzvah maisius. So that's the side of bedikas chametz is to go through the house and to be mispal and to daven to Hashem and to be makabel on yourself and our, all of ourselves to live more selflessly. And to be mechazek in ourselves, to be that that with, that all the madrigas that we're going to get, that we're going to get, is going to be used to illuminate 
the world around us, illuminate other people, and reinforce within ourselves our nefesh and ruach. Mrs. Maisius. That's Bidika's Chamas. Okay. Hashem, the Chamas is gone. Now you have to begin by the Seder to really begin to. Okay, so then move on to the Seder. Okay, so what's happening by the Seder? So the Seder, the Rabbanu Shalom is actually beginning to give you Kesser. Beginning to give us Kesser. He begins to give us Kesser. So by, by the Seder night, this Avoida of developing the Midas HaChachma is going to accelerate. It's going to accelerate. And it's also going to begin to uh, evolve or begin to move into, into actually receiving Kesser. In other words, until the Seder night, we're just developing sort of the quality of Chachma within ourselves. But once you have, but, but, but when it comes to the Seder, now the now Chachma is not just there by itself, it's now able to receive Kesser. So this is what happens by the Seder night. Kesser begins to move into our system. And at the same time, we're then also, again, receiving Kesser and opening ourselves up to experience Kesser. And it's also uh, developing further. Okay, so let me begin to break it down for you like this. One of the, one of the, the Havaydas of Pesach night is as follows. <clears throat> Pesach night, the Rabbanu Shloilam gives us a, um, what's the word? He, um, like a, a test run, I guess you can say, or like a basic training, like for a soldier. So again, the goal is to be given kol advarmeila, but not to get lost in the kol advarmeila, Right? to be able to handle kol Ela because what you're ultimately focused on is, 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 is essence, is God himself. So that's what you want to get to. So Pesach is the sort of the uh, basic training for that, or the cold run, uh, going through a, a cold run for that. Which means that one of the basic inyanim that's going on Seder night is that the Rabbani Shalom on some level is giving us kol Ela. It's giving us a lot of meichen, a lot of meichen. But as we receive in every single part of the Seder a specific type of meichen, Specific type of 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 dvarim ha'ela, the avoid is to receive it, but to invite to reinforce within ourselves that what we really want is you, God Himself, and this is all very nice, and we appreciate it, and we're happy to receive it if it gives us more of a, an ability to see you. But what we really want is you, so that's going to be the avoda throughout the seder. It's different kufas where we receive meichin, we receive big madregas. But we're reinforcing our first that when we receive it, be'etzim. What we really want is rabbanishim. We just want anoichi. That's what we really want. Okay. So when it comes to meichin, when it comes to madregas, kol varmela. So again, we're moving very very quickly. So I hope uh, you know my glasses are off for some reason. So I've, you know maybe I don't know if anyone's like awake. Okay, fine. So you're with me. Okay. So meichin, I'll take it off again. So meichin, meichin, meichin. The boil in the smart dish in the kisvari, meichin, which means madregas, kol advarmela. Right? You understand all the things that we want to that we want to reinforce within ourselves on Pesach night that they're all just a muscle. So all the muscles of kol advarmela, meichin, divide into two categories. There's what's called meichin deima, and this is called meichin deava. Okay, let me just without just share with you the words. Meichin de ima, meichin de abba. Okay. Now within these two categories of meichin, meichin de ima and meichin de abba, each one is divided into four parts. Okay, it's going to sound complicated, but we'll break it down. It won't be so. It won't be so difficult. Within each category of meichin, 
you have Chachma Bina, Das of Chasadim, and Das of Gvuras. So you have Chachma Bina, Das of Chasadim, Das of Gvuras within Meichem Deima, Chachma Bina, Das of Chasadim, Das of Gvuras within Meichem Deima. Okay. The Kisari were taught that the four cups of wine, the four cups of wine, by uh, by Kaddish, and then you have by Magid, by Halal, and then by uh, by uh, by Benching, and then by Halal. The four cups of wine are moments when we receive the four the four different parts of Meichin Deima. Okay, the first by 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 Kaddish, it's the Chachma of Meichin Deima. By by Magid, by the second cup of wine, it's the Bina of Meichin Deima. By Benching, the third cup of wine, it's the Meichen, it's the Das of Chasadim of Meichen Deima. And the fourth cup of wine is the Das of Gvuras of Meichen Deima. And what's going to be the Avaida? The Avaida by each one of those cups is, number one, to say thank you, to receive that Meichen, to try to connect to what those Meichen is. But to say to yourself, Shalom, all this is amazing as long as it gets me closer to you. Okay. So what does Meichen Deima mean? Bachlal. Versus Meichen Abba. And Meichen let's go to the other side. Meichen also has four parts. Those four parts are going to be the three matzahs, and the middle one we break in half. So the process of matzah, if you remember, right, from last year, right, so what happens is that uh, you have three matzahs, right, and by maitzi matzah, so you make hamaitzi on the first, on the top matzah, uh, the brach of alachil's matzah is on the broken middle one. Then you have two kazaisim, you eat one kazais to the top, one kazais to the second, right, and then you take the bottom one and you use that for kairach, right? Okay. So in the kisveri, the first two matzahs and the, two, the first two kazesim that you eat, that's chachma and bina of meichen da'aba. And kairach, the sandwich from the third matzah, that's both das of chasad and das of gvuris of meichen da'aba. Okay? Why is it that by meichen da'ima it's split up into mamish four different mice and four different cups? And by matzah, the last two das of chasad and das of gvuris is one big matzah. Okay, it's not for now. But that's al-kopanim, the way it's broken down. Okay, so again, and I said, so what the avayda by each one of those things is, receive that level of maichin, but reinforce within yourself, I want to receive this only if it gets me closer to, the, to God himself, not to make me feel better, not, make, not to make me be, uh, become a bigger balmadrega. The tachlis is that I should become closer to God. So what does Meichen Deima mean? What does Meichen Deava mean? And what are the four different categories within each one? Keep it very simple. Okay. Because Pesach night, you're going to be having a lot of things going on. So we have to keep it very simple. Break it down like this. What? Say it again? He's helping us right now with our humility. With our humility. Okay, listen, it's being recorded, so hopefully you could uh, hazard if you need. You go, usually people put me on extra speed, maybe this time go slow. Okay, so it's like this. What does Meichen De'ima mean? What does Meichen De'ava mean? There are, two, there, are two, there are two emotional responses to when God... Meichen, mean, Meichen means when, like God, when, when God's close to you, when there's a sense of, of like spiritual enlightenment, when there's a, spe- a sense of closeness to Hashem. But there are, two, there are two reactions that we can have to when Hashem sort of like pulls back the curtain a little bit. There's one type of experience when God, when God you know, uh, reveals himself to a certain degree which results in unbelievable hishtaikakos. 
fire, longing, desire, passion. Like Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur, you know, fire. That's called Meichen Ima. That's called Meichen Ima. So whenever a person experiences Meichen and Madregas, and the result is like a fire to learn more and daven more and just cry and just, yeah? That's called you experiencing Meichen Ima. But then there's another type of reaction. Another type of reaction is, and, and, and sometimes it's hard to know when, what's triggering what, but this is the Metzias. So sometimes the Rabbani Shalom, like, there's a, there's a revelation, there's a, a, there's a spiritual consciousness that enters a person which results in fire. That's called Meichen Ima. But there's another type of experience where there's another, where there's another time where there's an influx of, uh, of Meichen, of, you know, of, of, of divine consciousness that doesn't result in a fire. It results in a, in, in a sense of Menucha. And a sense of inner calm, and a yish of hadas, yish of hadas. That's called meichin Abba. So meichin ima means they're both they're both the reaction, they're both the reactions to a certain level of spiritual sensitivity that's being offered to you, which is called varmeila. But 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 somehow sometimes we react differently when the kolad varmeila is entering our lives, and for whatever reason it's entering into sort of our kalim of meichin ima then the reaction is ishtaikikos. Which is also, when a person is that, in that mode of ishtaikikos, it's definitely spiritually fulfilling. And there's another time where the meichen enters into you and it's filling the kalim of meichen da'ava. When it's meichen da'ava, it results in a state of yeshavadas, of menuchas and nefesh. To a certain degree, it's like a difference between yantif and shabbos, right? You'll find this in the svarim, that yantif is more associated with meichen da'ima and shabbos is more associated with meichen da'ava. Shabbos is a time of menucha, einig, Whereas Yantiv is the time of Simcha. Simcha, what's the difference Simcha and Oynik? Fishtaikikus and Gaguim and Ratzin versus Yishuvdas and Menucha. They're both good and they're both, ex- they're both expressions and they're both reactions to Elikos. But the reactions are very different. So all of the Dalekaisis, again, are all Meichen the Ima. That's why Yayin makes it, you know, when you drink enough of it, it puts you to sleep, right? But when you have the right amount, it brings out fire. So the Dalit Kaisis are all going to be revolving around receiving different madregas and different ways of activating Meichen Ima. And again, like I said, and the Avayd is every time you drink a cup of wine, to daven to Hashem, Rabbanu Shalom, let me in this coming year experience Meichen Ima. But you know why I want to experience Meichen Ima? You know why I want to have a Shtoikos and Gaguim and longing and Avayd Hashem? Because it's going to bring me closer to Mrs. Mysias, and it's going to bring me closer to help other Yidin, and ultimately bring me closer to you. Not because it makes me feel good. And then when you eat the matzah, like I said, matzah is meichin da'aba. What's meichin da'aba? Meichin da'aba is yishu da'as, menuchas nefesh. And so you say the Rabbanish, when you're eating the matzah, Rabbanish Shalom, I'm davening, I should have a muna, I should have bitachin, I should be zaycha to experience yishu da'as, menuchas nefesh in my life, in my avodah Hashem. Why? Not because it makes me feel better, not because it uh, takes away some of my bills of uh, a therapist, because I'll be able to do more mitzvahs maizis, I'll be able to be mashpit of the yidin, and ultimately it brings me closer to you. So this is, this is the, the, the general theme, you understand? So it's like we're, we're, we're going through, a, uh, like I said, a basic training by Pesach night. We're like, we're, we're, and we're being given those moichen. So it's not like just a, a it's a tefillah that we're, but it's actually happening. The neshama is, by the Dalek Kaisis, is actually being given moichen de'imah. And by matzah is being given meichin da'aba, and your avayd is number one to acknowledge it, to daven for it, to receive it, but to reinforce why you want it. 
and to make sure that you don't that that it, that that it's just a muscle to that nimshal that you that 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 all the all the that the the, the keli of chachma in your life is strong enough to receive uh, the kasher that all all all's trying to connect to that etzem. Okay, that's the general dalakaisis versus the matzis. But like I said, each one of meichin deima and meichin deaba is divided into four parts: chachma bina das chasadin das gvuris. Those are the four cups of wine. And Meichen Dab also, Chachma Vina, the first two matzahs, Da'asel Chesad and Da'asel Gvuris, the third matzah. What are those four parts? So very simple, very simple. Like I said, our reaction to Hashem, you know, sort of pulling back the curtain and giving us Meichen, our reaction sometimes is a Shtaikikos, that's Meichen Dima, sometimes it's Yeshua Da'asel Menucha, that's called Meichen Da'apa. But the, Hashem reveals Himself and sort of pulls back the curtain in four different ways. Very simple. One way Hashem does it is klal. By and there's many examples where, where where this can happen, but there's moments of where a person is given a sense that there's well, there's something big, like a big picture, a big picture. I, there's classic examples of this. You know, a person uh, uh, sees the you know uh, a different storm will give different different uh, different examples of this. Like in Chabad Chasidus, for example, one of the classic is boynunos. One of the Classic examples of a, of something to contemplate to bring a person to a state of dvekas is to think about how everything in the universe is being sustained by like just a fleeting thought of God's mind. So to sort of get you into that space, how big God is, and how tiny everything is in compared to Him. So, and there's moments in life where there's sort of that type of revelation that that general abstract revelation about how big God is. That's called, that's called the first category. That's called Chachma within Meichen Ima or Chachma within Meichen Da'ava. So again, so let's go for example. You drink the first cup of wine. <clears throat> no, it's late already. Okay, so you drink the first cup of wine. We're going to have to go over this quick. The first cup of wine. Or, or Okay, fine, fine. So the first cup of wine you're drinking. And what are you thinking to yourself? You're thinking to yourself, Rabbani Shalom, Rabbi Shalom, over this coming year, I want you, I'm, da- I'm davening and I'm hoping to receive those moments where I'll be filled with hishtagus and gaguim to come close to you because it dawns upon me how big you are. How big you are. And, those, and, and that's called, that's called th- this first category of chachma within meichan ima. And you drink the cup of wine, you daven like the Rabbi Shalom, but I'm telling you, you know why I want this. Because I'll do more mitzvahs maisiyas, I'll inspire other people and it'll bring me closer to you ultimately. That's the first category within any moichen. And the same thing is with matzah. Again, you eat the first kazai again, it's all at the same time, but you sort of eat the first kazai. Give me moments in this coming year where it dawns upon me how big you are and that gives me calm and it gives me peace and it gives me menuchas and nefesh. And you know why I want that? Because it brings me closer to you. Fine. Then you have another category of moichen. That was Chachma of Meichen Ima or Chachma of Meichen Abba. And now you have Bina of Meichen Ima or Bina of Meichen Abba, the second cup of wine or the second Gezayis of Matzah. What is that? Whereas Chachma, the first category, was big picture, the opposite is the second category, which is very, very small. Very, very small. What do I mean by small? Like Hashkacha Pratis, right? See, uh, like, like something dawns upon you of like it becomes so clear about like how big God is, true, but how, how much he's, how, how everything is so like 
like perfect. Everything is so mushkach and munhag. Everything is so taken care of. The, the classic example I've given, I've given to this, these two contrasting meichen is like Adon Elam. So the first part of Adon Elam is like, whoa, big. Adon Elam is Shemolach, Hu Echad Vein Sheni. And then the second one is Hu Keli V'chai And so this is another category of revelation where the Rabbi reveals himself not as this big God that's bigger than everything in the world, but a God that's so hyper-focused on the details that everything is mamish deep. Like Rav Kook writes in one place, he says just like, he says it in Hebrew, but he says just, just like a person has to say, Hashem, so to a person should say, Hashem, how small are your actions? And that also could be a moment of inspiration when that dawns upon you how, how unbelievably... Uh, 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 Focus. God is on every single detail of every single de- every single blade of grass in the universe, in the whole like everything. That also can result in in, in a meichen de ima or a meichen de abba reaction. That's the second category. So the second cup of wine. That's what you're doing. Rabbi Shalom, Let me receive in this coming year, like the the, the bina of meichen de ima, which means Rabbi Let me let me feel in this coming year an unbelievable sense of espialus and israkshus and ishtaikikus to you. Because it, it, at, at, when it dawns upon me, how makatnu masecha Hashem. But again, why? Because it brings me closer to you. And that's what the second kazais of matzah is also just in the category of meichen da'ab. You follow? Okay. Then you move on to the other last two categories of meichen, da'as of chasad and da'as of gvuras. Now this, very simple. The, the last two categories of da'as of chasad and da'as of gvuras, which are the last two cups of wine, or the... Kairach, the, the sandwich, the last matzah, are basically a repetition of the first two categories of Ma'godlu Masech Hashem versus Ma'kadlu Masech Hashem, but more personal. That's really the only difference. So Das of Chasadim, for example, is going to be basically very similar to the first cup of wine, which is Ma'godlu Masech Hashem. But instead of it being the abstract, that God is big out there, there are moments of where that bigness of God becomes clear in your own life. So sometimes there's like moments in your life where you realize, whoa, God was like taking care of me for like years. Right? There's like, <clears throat> there's that revelation sometimes of like you, t- you take time, you sit back and you think to yourself, wow, like everything in my life was like, you were taking care of everything. And the Ma'godlu Masach Hashem moves from being this abstract uh, you know, the whole universe, big idea, which is, which is amazing, but it becomes more personal. That's called Das of Chasadim. And the same thing it is with Makot Masech Hashem. Sometimes, again, when it's, when it's in a more of abstract form, it's like realizing how great God is because of His attention to every blade of grass. But then there's a feeling sometimes of God's greatness in terms of His attention to every blade of grass in your own life. That's called Das of Gevuras. So the way the four, again, so just to break it down, the way the four categories of Meichen, both in Meichen Ima and Meichen Abba work, is that it's basically Klal, Prat, and Klal and Prat, again, just more personal. That's Chachma Bina, Dasel Chasad, and Dasel Gvurz. And that takes you to the four cups of wine, and that takes you to the three matzahs. Okay? Fine. So, so far we covered, I think, a, a nice bulk of the Seder. Okay? So, so we're, we're making a nice headway, huh? So Karach is the third and fourth. The first two would be my Matzah. Yeah. Together, together, together. That's a good. That's a so good by itself. Why? Why is that by Meichen Da'aba, There's more of a unity as opposed to Meichen Da'ima. The, the, 
Huh? Even in the first two, yeah. The truth is, I mean, even, even to answer that even very, very simply and quickly is because the nature of Maich and the Ima, the nature of Ishtaikikus and Gaguim is, you know, it's a sense of pulling, pulling, of pulling a person apart. It's like, you know, when, when you're in that state of, of Gaguim, of Maich and the Ima, it's like you shuckle, you move. There's like, there's a lot of movement. So it's like everything is, even the categories are like independent and they're like they're moving away from, you know, it's like they're shaking. My, the, 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 the quality of Meich and the Abba, which is Yishvadas, already means that everything's going to become more settled within each other. So even the way we, we engage with Meich and the Abba are more unified. Fire and fire. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. That's, that's the classic uh, example that Meich and the Ima is more fire and Meich and the Abba is more water, 100%. Okay, but that's the four cups of wine with matzah. So, fine. Now, there's another, fine. Now, the, the, there's a couple more general themes of the Seder night, and that'll take that, and that basically gives us all the, the simonim. Maybe to just organize in your own heads, you'll, you'll know how to do it, but just, okay. One other nakuda that's going on in the Seder night is the following thing. Like I mentioned in the beginning, this whole Indian of Pesach to experience Kesser is really fully ripened and developed with coming of Mashiach, right? So there's going to be a, a major theme in Pesach night, which is about Gula Shlema, Pesach Mashiach. Now, <clears throat> when the essence of God comes, when there's a when there's when there's this quality of keser, then then automatically like like everything has to be a part of that. Like when Mashiach comes, like like everything should be everything should be like like I like, think about this, like like Purim. I mentioned on Purim. Purim is 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 the is just the light of essence. Without the process of kalim, without you know, we don't really know what's going on, but but it's it's essence, and because of that, like all everything is subsumed in that Mordechai, Helman, it's all it's all part of that. So when 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 there is this full revelation of Kesser, that everything could, then everything has to be part of it. There's nothing that should be left out. Mashiach means everything. Everything is a part of Gul. There's no part that's left out. No Jew left behind. So another aspect of the Seder night, what we're trying to do as well, is, is to prepare even ourselves physically and our, the physical world around us to be a part of redemption, to be a part of Gula. And, these, and this happens with the three washings that we do Seder night. What are the three washings? So two you probably know, right? So you have, uh, you wash your hands before Karpas, and then you wash your hands before Maitzi Matzah. What's the third one? Huh? Okay, even those that are not makbed of my machrenim, they should be makbed by the Seder night. It's part of the kavanas to wash hands three times. Because the three times that you wash are the three times that you're preparing the physical world in your life to, to experience gula. Kemayim liyam machasim. Kemayim liyam why three? And it's going to be—I I, can't—it's going to take us too long to explain that. But the general kavanah of the three times that you wash is rabbanishloilam. If seder night is about giving us the experience, the giving us the ability to experience anoichi, then just like by Harsina when anoichi happened, everything stopped. This birds stopped like chirping. Like every, even the most physical things is like is is is, is subsumed in that revelation. See, when it comes to madregas, madregas, so some people have a shaykh, but in essence, everything is bottled to that. So geula means, geula shlema means that everything is, is part of geula. 
Even the physical reality. Physical reality is always governed by the number three. Beginning, middle, and end. That's physical reality. As a beginning, a middle, and an end. So you watch three times to prepare the physical world for the revelation of essence, which is what we're trying to develop on Pesach. So that's also an aspect of, of Seder night, the washing three times. One other nekudah that I'll, that I'll say is like this, a couple, just a couple more points. As I mentioned, one of the basic themes of all Pesach was that all the Madrigas that we're going to reach, Mitzvah's Mysias, Mitzvah's Mysias, right? To reinforce Mitzvah's Mysias. There's one specific part of the Seder, which is, which is very important to think about that, and to really be makabal on yourself, to just simply say to Shalom, no matter what happens this coming year, Mitzvah's Mysias, and that's by Karpas. It's by Karpas. The whole inning of Karpas, according to Chazal, is just to get the kids to ask. Just to get the kids to ask. Kids, in Pneumius, means Pasha. It means Mitzvah's Maisis. Mitzvah's Maisis. And so the inning of Karpas is, you drink the four cups of wine, and, and it's sort of this, this is a general backdrop that the whole Seder, that everything you give me, God, is going to reinforce my Mitzvah's Maisis. But befrat by Karpas is to think about that. Say, Rabbi no matter what, the Iker inning of my life is going to be this coming year, Whatever I get, Mitzvah's Maisis. More Mitzvah's Maisis. That's Karpas. Okay. The one, okay, two more, two more things, two more things left to talk about, um, I think. Number one is Mar. It's was by Mar. So Mar is an amazing thing. Mar is, the whole thing that we've been talking about until now is that the, the enemy on Pesach is Yeshus, ego. Comes Mar, and Mar says, Ravon Shalom, but here, I know that there's going to be a point of where the Seder ends, and then I'm going to go back to quote-unquote real life. And I might experience some of that yeshus. I might eat chametz, right? After Pesach is over. And so when you, say, when you eat marar, you're thinking, even when I have to take on the mantle of ego, let me use it just as a weapon against, against things that I need to be confident to do. But let me feel the inner bitterness of what it's like to be self-centered. Like there are, like, or it's like a kind of a blend, we, we find this in Isfarim, is that sometimes a Jew has to have a sense of yeshus in order to conquer the Yitzhara, in, con- in order to accomplish things. If your person goes around his whole life just, I'm a nothing, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a nothing, then you're not necessarily going to have the confidence to, to accomplish a lot. There has to be some level of ego in order to fight, in order to accomplish. But says something, but a person should always remember that's just a sword that you're wielding in order to accomplish things. But who you should be in Panemius is Mamish Batal Umavatl. And so part of that is to is to remind yourself by Mara's even if I have to take on Yeshus, but I should be aware that what? I should be aware that it's Mamish of bitterness to me. And by the way, we soften the bitterness of Mar with what? With Haraisis, right? What's Haraisis? So Charesis, the Arizal Tod, Charesis is a combination of two words, Chas, Rus, Tarachmanis, and Rus. It's Rus. Ru, okay, so there's Kavanis about this, but Rus, Rus, Bepashtas, Rus, and B'derach Avayda, Rus is the mother of, of Malchus, Rus means Mashiach, Rus means Gula. And not only Gula, but Rus is a spark of Mashiach that was lost in a very dark place. And in order to rescue the Rus, sometimes you have to go like a Gibar with a sword and and, you know, with confidence and fight. So sometimes it's necessary to have mara, to have a yeshas, to have an ego, in order to, dis- in order to rescue the Rus. 
and that's part of, and, and, and the very fact that I know that I might have to have some of this bitterness of ego in order, in order to redeem Rus, that already is, is comforting. To know that it's that it's that it's that it's it's something that ultimately is about rescuing and having Rachmanus on Rus. Doesn't somebody with bottom of have the confidence of Yeshamiti? When when a person is zaycha to that, Mara is acknowledging the fact that uh, there's a. That's why even the pashtas Mara is about reminding reminding ourselves of the of the of the gallus. In other words, because we're not necessarily holding by that, right? So while until we get that confidence of the Yeshamiti, the full keser comes. Then anachanami, you might have to embrace the old yeshus, but at least it'll be b'derech chasros. <clears throat> One final nakuda of the seder, and then we'll end. And it's the most mysterious part of the seder at all, which is shulchan aruch and afikaimen. Shulchan aruch and afikaimen. Okay, so shulchan aruch probably okay. It's a suda. It's a yantif. You have a suda, but we end the meal. That's why with tzafon, which is afikaimen. We that's in, in halacha. It's like it's afikam. The Gemara says is like a lashon of, of a dessert. So it's like the end of shulchan aruch is afikam. What's interesting is that there are no kavanas for afikam. No kavanas in afikam. It's kavanas galore. It was like a thick, you know, it's a thick hagad uh, by the Rashash. God is everything. Afikam is no kavanas. Tzafon. The word tzafon means it's mamish hidden. It's soyed shibes soyed. It's mamish hidden. After all this avayda. And I understand, and I you know, realize that there, even after itself, and there's two cups after that. So that's why the Seder is a Shalika Seder. Things are a little bit out of order. <laughs> it, it is like that. But Lamaisa, when you zoom in on that Nakud of Shulchan Arch and Safan, it's all about that's the moment of where like Kesser finally like, resonates. Like all of this was like a Chana, preparing, you know, the, the quality of should be zaycha to experience that be closer to you and be mechazek mitzvah maistiyas and I'll be mashpia. That's by the Haggadah, right? The holding of Haggadah is I'm being mashpia. God, it's not about me. It's about what I can be mashpia to others. That's a major kavanah to have by the Haggadah itself also. CBT is trying to be mashpia to other people. But finally at that moment of Shulchan Aruch and Afi Kaiman, it's like now's the moment of Tanug. That's what Shulchan Aruch is about, right? Pleasure. To enjoy the food. And even Afi Kaiman is to sit back and to like imagine that it's not much like you're sitting in Shalim with the, with the carbon Pesach. That's the moment of where everything you've been, everything you've been working for like begins to, to settle. And the Neshama is able to experience the pleasure of Atzmi Sabayre, of the essence of God. And when we're sitting by Shulchan Arach and Safan, we're just allowing our Neshama to experience that. So everything else is building the Kalim, the Kalim, the Kalim. Shulchan Arach and Afi Kaiman, that's where there's no Kavanas, because it's essence. Kavanas is around Meichel. It's essence. It's essence. That's basically the Seder. And then the whole Seder ends with what? Nirza. Nirza is the deepest thing. Not only are there no Kavanas, there's really no words for Nirza, right? So we add some songs. It's Pizmainim, Echemiyadeh, But really, Nirza is just, it just says Nirza. That's, that's what's Nirza. Nirza is, um, Nirza, very Pasha, you know what you should do by Nirza? You sing the songs and everything. Nirza is, you have to have a Muna. That everything was pile. You have to have a munah that the rabbanishim was makabel your avaida. That's the Ikarin. And 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 that's an avaida, by the way, because really, and the oimik of that really is is that all of this is a matana. Not only is so. In other words, until now, there's been okay. There's been one matana and pesa, which is keser. But until but but the rest of it, which is our development of chachma, that's us. Comes Nirza and Nirza says, "Guess what? It was all matana. Keser was matana. 
your bittal yesh was matana, your kachim mashpi was matana, your av- everything was matana. So the whole thing. So in other, in other words, the, the, the question of did the rabbanim was the rabbanim makabel ma'avayda? That assume the question itself and the uncertainty assumes that it was ma'avayda, and I'm not sure the rabbanim was makabel it. But if it was all the rabbanim shalom's avayda, then what's the question? So the, where does the confidence of Nirtza come that Ramarotza, the Rabbanish, was Makavu? Mechatesi. The answer is because the Avayda of Nirtza is to realize that it wasn't your Avayda of Duchal. The whole thing was the, whole thing was the Rabbanish Shalom. The Kester was the Rabbanish Shalom. And really the truth is even the Chachma too. Now you can't, re, you, can't do, you can't think that before the Seder, right? Because then you have to, you're not going to do anything. But once the Seder is over, then you can realize the truth, which is it was a done deal before it even started. That's the Aymik of the Seder. Okay? Then this whole, we do it again the next night. That's already, I was, uh, okay. Reinforce it. You know, one, one could, I will say, because it, it's late, but just one last thing, because it's, it's, it's one of the big Nisyanis of, of Bnei Chutzlar. It's like, we're doing this again. <coughs> so it's, it's uh, over, maybe, maybe the, the, maybe the night, the, the Shmuz before the second Meir, by, by, uh, by the second night, maybe I'll talk about this more. But very, maybe some of you will be in uh, who knows where by that point. So uh, I'll just mention like this. So the Kitzer Nimrits, one of the avoidance of the second day, Yontif Bechlal, for B'nei Chutzlarts, is to take the... Eretz Yisrael Dickers, their Neshamas are very sensitive. And so they can only go solo. So there's a certain level of Dir B'tachtoinim that the Rabbanu needs to go to that they can't bring God there because they're, they're too sensitive. But B'nei Chutzlaretz, we can go low. So part of the avoid, the second day Yontif, is to take the iris of Yontif and to go even lower, to be mashrishet, to root it in even lower. Even lower. B'nei Shalom did even on, 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 on a day that a Chutzlar, that an Eretz Yisrael Dekir couldn't even be masig, where I can be on that. Like, that's, I want to have Moich and Moich and all these things. Davke there. So the avoid of, of the, second, the second Seder is to take all of that and to mamish, bring it mamish even more dear B'tachtanim. Okay, we should be zaychet to uh, even learning itself. It should be a schos that we should be zaychet to be mekayim mitzvahs pesach kilchosam beprimis ulagashmis kikvar rotzel akimas masach. We should be zaychet to to eat the carbon pesach mamish bita bismanai v'yes gold tzedek mehavi meinu amen. Huh? So so here. So the whole thing is really.